everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Let Us Sip. It's your girl, Brittany. It's your girl, Kaylani. Sophie Sophie is here. She's still here, y'all. She's still here. You see, they came, I, I, I came to the conclusion. It was that van that says tequila and tacos that y'all got me here. That's what y'all had put me in. But I but understand. Yeah. I get it now. Yes. <laughs> yes. But yeah, but yeah. All that. All that. Got it. And guess what, guys? We don't have no dicks this week. <laughs> but you have me instead. Yes. <laughs> My have, name is Carolyn. <laughs> yes. We have some more female energy and we about to get into the shits. Okay? All of the shits. Oh, cr- All of the shits. Ah. <laughs> so, Carolyn, when we have guests on the show, we typically like to play a game. Okay. So, this game is called What's On Your Mind. Okay. I'm going to say a word, and you're going to tell me what comes to mind, okay? All right, let's go. Let's um, see what happens. Let's do Ain't it. Ain't promising shit. Right. Let's see what happens. <laughs> so, community. Black people. Lust. Ooh, getting watched. Mm. Beautiful. Black women. Hey, yes. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Sorry. Because of my freedom. Ooh. Freedom. I don't... Black people again. Love. Myself. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Above all else, myself. Here's a good mm-hmm. one for you. Glitter. Ooh. Herpes. Oh. <laughs> 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 Yeah. <laughs> you see, Boya. you see when it is that you I'm say sorry. glitter, I think it's something totally different. That I wasn't gonna be toxic this year. What I said that I was gonna do, I was just gonna throw glitter on nigga shit because you can't remove glitter. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> why I said herpes. <laughs> like, I thought I cleaned this really well, and like, God damn it, here it goes again. Yeah. I'm back in the stairway. I, I got gotcha. you. I'm with yes. you. <laughs> so the it. next word is voyeur. Voyeur. Back shots. Mm. Right. Yeah, because I, you know, right, y'all. <laughs> that's one of my biggest fears. Is like I never want my father, especially, to see me getting back shots. I mean, I mean, let's be, I mean, let's be candid. He probably gave your mother back shots. So he let's did. Not, let's he let's probably not did. Play games. <laughs> she do got a fat ass. She and did. there you go. It's there. You, it's the jiggle. They like to see it. You know, come on now. Like, like, I took it like a G, Pops. I took it like a G. Exactly. <laughs> like, the worst thing you want to see is her weak and like, oh, yeah, I can't take it. No, like, at least I taught my daughter well. Thank you. That bag's strong. <laughs> <laughs> Last word is lips. Moisturized. It's a must. <laughs> Some people forget oh, that. Sometimes, yeah. They, they don't do. be knowing. And they put their best self out first. Mm-hmm. And then be ch- 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 chappy to chap, chap, chap. The dry lips. Yes. yes. We don't want that. Nobody <laughs> likes dry lips. Here or there. All that got to be moist. Nice and juicy. Yes. Up and Lubrication down. Lubrication that moistness. Down. Up and down. Upset. Yes. So, um, well, Carol is comfortable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel right and jump right in it. She might have made me uncomfortable. <laughs> and let us sit podcast ever. Her responses. All right, let's get to it. Love it. <laughs> so, um, before we jump into the beauty tip, I want you to tell everybody about yourself. Um, Carolyn is an authorist. Mm-hmm. Yes. So please yes. share. So, where's that? Where's it at? You got it. Damn. 
So I wrote a book about my lovely adventures in dating in New York City. Because if you date in New York City, it's shit. But um, yeah, so this is my book. <laughs> it ha- it's full of fun stories. It's full of sexy stories. It is full of my sexcapades and me being a voyeur, me masturbating, me my experience with herpes, all that good and fantabulous stuff. So it is available it. on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, and Apple Books. Get it. Yes, you're welcome. And so, yes, that's what I do. <laughs> I love it. Yes, like, I... Sidebar, you got some good teeth. Oh, thank yes. you. Beautiful teeth. Yes. <laughs> and you. beautiful skin. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I'm so taking her glasses, y'all. <laughs> you won't be able to see because I won't be able to see without them. So you can go ahead and walk right into a wall. I promise my you. My hair is, is in my purse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kalani, sometimes she chooses yeah. to be cute instead of, blind, instead oh, no. of being able to see. I need to yeah. see because I'll be like, where's the, where's the thing? Where's the drinks? Like, I, need, I need them all the time. <laughs> try, let me try. Problem. So speaking of skin, Kay, let's go ahead and get into the beauty what you got yes guys so the weather is changing new york city you know our weather is toxic but we trying to get warm mm-hmm. okay we, we really trying to get warm and honestly this is for everybody sunscreen 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 is so important because a lot of us you know we feel like we don't need it we'd be full of shit mm-hmm. and that's a lot Especially if you're using dermatology products on your face and, you know, you have acne or whatever going on and you want to maintain that. Mm -hmm. The best way to maintain that good skin everywhere, Brittany, get your mind out the gutter. (laughs) Um, Okay. (laughs) Why do you catch me like that? It's not fair. Not fair. She's like, I don't need to go to the dermatologist. (laughs) (laughs) If y'all know, and I I, pass it. I get the the nice protein. Right. Yeah, she gets good protein. (laughs) source. Um, but I was told that the best way to obtain all of that good skin and the beauty products that we've been talking about mm-hmm. is sunscreen. Yes. Now, Fenty now has a sunscreen, and we talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that it's the summertime, we want to brush back on using just sunscreen. It don't matter mm-hmm. if you go anywhere, but Fenty even has some if you um, want to put stuff on your face. And if you're about to apply some makeup, mm-hmm. make sure you're protecting that skin, guys. And that's as simple as it's going to get this week. Yes, yes, yes. There you go. That's it. Yeah. Yes. I agree. So, <laughs> <laughs> Carolyn, on the show, since it is Let Us Sip, mm-hmm. we like to play our drinking game. Okay. So, mm. we're going <laughs> to, if this is your first time listening, y'all two out there and watching, every week we pick a word, mm-hmm. and this is our sip of the week. So, throughout the conversation, we're going to say the word, okay. and when you hear it, you have to drink. Okay. So this week's sip of the week is going to be the word glitter. 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 So I drink now, right? Yes, ma'am. Okay, great. There you go. How many more tequila in this? So <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna say it quite a few times. Do your thing. Do your thing. <laughs> you just go ahead and do what you do, boo boo. All right. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna go ahead and jump into the topic. Um, I actually found Carolyn from listening to another podcast. And I thought her story was so freaking dope, you know, because, um, you know, can I? Well, you of course, yeah, yeah. So, Carolyn has herpes, right? Mm-hmm. So, when I heard her on the podcast being so, you know, boisterous and like owning her shit, I'm like, yo, I have to talk to her, you <laughs> yes. know, because especially with 
herpes, a lot of people try to hide in the shadows mm-hmm. and try to act like the shit ain't happened because, you know, they seen it one time, they don't see it again. And then a lot of people aren't up front. And what caught mm-hmm. my attention with her is she was out loud and proud about her shit. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I promote that all the time when yeah. we talk, like, yeah. Y'all got to tell people, yes, like, yes. give people options. Yes. Right. And the way she moves about life is what gave me life. <laughs> oh, oh. It came from my womb. I love it. Oh. I gave you life. I like yeah. that. <laughs> so um, go ahead and, you know, share with the people yeah. what happened, how you found it. So... I was a free spirit. I used to fuck. I love, I mean, I still fuck. I love fucking. I love sex. Um, so for many years, I was in and out of monogamous, sometimes I'm monogamous relationships. And I had a little heartbreak situation and I took a break from dating for a while. So I'm going to give the, the numbers because the numbers all matter. I was in a, I was dating this guy for about a year. Mm-hmm. We stopped seeing each other. Then I took a break, stopped seeing, I was celibate for three months. And then I met a guy, entered a relationship with him, asked him all the questions because we love to ask, when was the last time you were tested? And, you know, he said, I was clean. All right, no problem. I'm believing you. I'm not going to go further because, you know, I'm not empowered. So I'm just, you said you're clean. I'm going to trust that you said you're clean. So we dated for a total of six months. Now, that means nine months of me being only with him. So we dated for six months. Eventually, we broke. We stopped communicating. And then a couple of weeks after, I had my first blister cluster. Where I'm like, hmm, this doesn't look right. So at that time, I was a shaver. So I didn't think anything of it. So I was like, maybe it's just an ingrown hair. Let me go clean it up and whatever. It didn't stop. It kept being a pester to me. So I was like, let me just, my mother's a nurse. I said, mom, what's this look like to you? She was like, it looks like herpes. And I'm like, oh, the fuck it does not. I was pissed. I cried. I went through all the emotions. How old were you? I was in my, I don't even remember anymore. I was in my early 20s. I was like maybe say 22, 23. Okay. Very early on in my sexual liberation area. I was kind of, that's really, that's what really hurt more. So I was like, I'm just, I'm at the brink of it. I'm about to really get in this shit and I can't now. So I went to the doctor, got tested. They actually test the the actual area and it came back positive for genital herpes type two. Now, anybody was like, what the fuck? He da 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 da. With time, I actually went to the doctor again and told my GYN, I was like, you know, I just got tested positive for herpes. You know, she was like, well, we can do a test to determine like the window of um, exposure. Because if you ever get an HIV test, they tell you come back in three months or six right. months to see we can, so we can, because you have to retest again. Because right. any virus that lives in your body takes time to build antibodies. Any test that you get is testing the antibodies, never right. the virus, unless it's like a swab. Gotcha. So three months passed, that test came back negative. Six months passed, that test came back negative. Nine months had to pass for my blood work to show what was happening in my body. Mm. And so I was like, hmm. That's when I kind of changed how I felt. Because initially I was just angry. Like, he should have told me that, da, 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 da. But with me going through that process of nine months of testing negative showed me that maybe he went through the same test that I did. Mm-hmm. And then also, maybe his, as I learned a lot later when I joined a lot of support groups, a lot of communication groups, herpes is not always included on your test results. So you could have met a guy who says, yeah, I'm, I, I got tested. I'm clean for everything. But if his test didn't include herpes, he wouldn't know he has herpes. And I also brought into the conversation the cold sores that people often forget is also herpes. If Mm -hmm. your partner doesn't test for herpes at all, but they have a history of cold sores, that is herpes. And if that partner happens to eat your pussy or suck your penis and they happen to have a cold sore that's dormant or not as reactive, they can then also pass you herpes and you have genitals. So throughout that process and just, you know, learning how to be comfortable once again with my body, learning how to relove myself, I put a lot of 
stress on myself just to be accepted. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. I want to be loved. I want to be this. So like, if a guy was like, I told him I had herpes, like, you know, I'll I fuck with you still. I'm like, okay. He was like, the best thing since life, but he was on a pedestal. And I was like, he, he accepted me. It's the best thing ever. And then like a couple months later, I'm like, I hate this guy. I don't want to <laughs> be in this relationship, but I'm afraid to walk away because now I have to go out and try to find somebody new, no, which right. is not just a herpes thing. You think about how many girls will stay for the com- for companionship or the, the guy provides a finances for them so they don't want to walk away or their comfort they don't want to find out what's new i've spent 20 years with you i don't want to walk away and try to find somebody new all of that shit Mm -hmm. so eventually i was just like you know what i gotta put myself first there were parts of me that i always thought i was hiding from my partners like i've always been a bisexual curious woman i knew as early as eight years old that i liked boys and the girls the same way i didn't have the language to say that i was bisexual but i knew i liked them both and my first kiss was with a girl but again a kiss at 10 years old you're not really thinking i'm bisexual you're thinking i'm just kissing my friend right you don't really go down that rabbit hole um but if yeah. you live in New York City and you had Channel 63, you kind of had an idea. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we kind of had those ideas, yes. But the ability glitter. to... Yes, glitter. Yes. On that part. But the ability to be empowered to vocalize that is right, what I right. like, you know? And so... There was a part in my life where I was like 14. I was like, I think I'm, I think I like girls. Like, I want to try to explore this and love my sister in law to death. But she saw me wanting to pursue that in the girl who was, let's say, 16 or 17 as her trying to turn me out. And I'm like, but that no, was I, a big thing. Back, but back no, I really, life. I really feel this way. I really want to explore this. And it kind of halted that exploration. So I pretty much lived a very much heterosexual life for a very long time. And then when herpes happened, I'm like, oh, I guess I ain't, guess I can't fuck with no woman now. Is that going to happen? And then around 30, I was like, you know what? After my last relationship of a fuck boy, he is a whole chapter. That's how fucked up he was. Um, <laughs> his whole chapter, her. all five parts are dedicated shit, to that I, nigga. Shit, I would need a whole fucking book (laughs) just write it out girl just put it out there in the universe you're not the only one so (laughs) after him I realized that I have to start doing what feels right to me I can't keep lying to myself I can't keep just moving through life not happy with who I'm with and I I said fuck it when you're on a plane and a plane goes down, they always say you put your mask on first for you and then the next person. Right. So I'm like, I'm not going to sit here and coddle, nigga. I'm not going to give pity pussy because you're nice to me. I'm not going to deny what I like because you're you. Like, no. So from at 31, I came out to my family as bisexual, non-monogamous, polyamorous, and whoever didn't know knew at that point that I was herpes positive because it, it became a whole movement for me. So now it's like having honest sexual conversations with my partners, speaking about what I want. And you can, if you don't want it, that is your, I, I, I'm very upfront with what I have and who I am. Like, right. and you have the ability to completely walk away or sit and say, you know what? I can fuck with it. That is your choice. I'm not taking that choice away from you. Do what the fuck you want with, do it, with it. See right. why I like her? <laughs> 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 the thing yeah. is that I think about women for the most part, and I mean, it exceeds for, for going, you could be nine million years, but I think that whole, once it is you hit that 30, Mm. You're not with the shits. Not with any of it. You get so out of like, it. Nick, I'm feeling either way. this or <laughs> that. But this is what I want to do. If that it is that you want to do, go on and do it. Just yep. not with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what it is. And when they be having those little stipulations, that's why it is that I see older women in my family and whatever. Like my sister's a full, a, like a raw vegan. She will deal with a dude that eats meat and have him conform to her lifestyle. As she should. She like fucking almost 60 years old, 50 something. She mm-hmm. don't play that shit. Yeah, you come in the door, yeah. this is what it is that mm-hmm. I'm doing, and that's just it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. it, unless it is like, 
Yeah, once you hit that, you get tired of the bullshit. Like again, as women, we're told to you know, we'll be this way, conform to this. Women, girls are sugar and spice. Everything. I was like, nah, fuck that shit. I'm hella spicy. Mm -hmm. I'm hella spicy. I'm hella honest. I'm hella upfront. Because at the end of the day, no one is gonna sit there. If you, if at the end of the day, shit happens that goes south, you have to deal with that responsibility. You have to deal with whatever Mm -hmm. happens after it. No one is gonna. People want to sit there. quote unquote be supportive but you're not gonna you're not about to walk this walk with me exactly. so don't force your perspective upon me what exactly. I love about the whole aspect of this conversation is education yeah you just have to facts. be educated mm-hmm. especially with just anything yep. dealing with your body yep because when she talked about the dormant or when you have a physical mm-hmm. when you have a physical that's something that you have to ask yeah. to be added to the list because mm-hmm. the original list like she said herpes mm-hmm. is not there and a nope. lot of times when we get tested we don't even know what the hell they test yeah. for they like well we drew the blood they would have told me if I had it mm-hmm. no everything but doesn't mean everything a lot of times we don't know <laughs> not to ask we don't yeah. even know that it's not even there yeah. they do full surgeries and then tell you after they done closed you up that you got cancer yeah so after you ran all these tests nobody seen anything yeah. huh yeah. so yeah. That, that's that bullshit yeah right. you but, have to be empowered we have to start empowering this conversation and even mm-hmm. even not including herpes because herpes is cross gender and it can be tested for but it takes a while to show up mm-hmm. but think about HPV for example that if a woman can mm-hmm. cause cervical cancer, males can cause cancer, they can't screen for it in men, period. Mm-hmm. There is and no they so, carry it. You, exactly, and they carry it. And so there are there are women who, again, even if you ask for the test, if you're fucking a male, there's no way they can even test him for it. So you mm-hmm. may still end up with HPV, depending on the strain, that can lead to cervical cancer. Exactly. So it's really about being honest. And for me, it's like, it's like a grain of salt because at the end of the day, with all the precautions I could put up in there, with everything I think that I can do, there's, there could, there's always a chance that something is not being shown right any sti result that you get back it only indicates what is how what has been detected it doesn't tell you what's brewing up in your system before the soup is done it has to boil it has to it has to serve it has to mm-hmm. thicken it's not showing you what's with what the beginning beginning stages of the chopped the vegetables it's not showing you that it's showing you mm-hmm. oh now here's a soup boom right but yep. that window period where it was being made they don't know you don't know that and so exactly. a lot of people and even with the condom because i use a condom with the sex that i was having with the yeah, partner who said he was clean so. and i still contract because a condom protects the shaft of the penis mm-hmm. and it protects the internal yeah, of the vagina. Right. That pubic area that's bumping up and grinding in the next person, that's not that covering not that. Covered. It's yeah. not covering your ass. It's not covering the balls. So all of those areas are still very much exposed and herpes is a skin-to-skin skin virus. There's no fluid skin. that needs to be transmitted. It's skin. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Girl, <laughs> education, okay. Exactly. Everybody glitter, needs glitter, it. Glitter, glitter, glitter. Oh, we, we had yes. to educate the folks, okay. Mm. Yes. So, speaking of glitter, mm-hmm. okay. So, your book, yes, is behind the glitter curtain. From behind the glitter curtain. From behind. Yes. I'm sorry. Okay. From behind the glitter curtain. <laughs> yes. So. What does the glitter symbolize? Glitter symbolizes exactly that. So if you ever think about it, you put some something with glitter up and everything. You clean. You have a shirt that has a little glitter on it. Mm-hmm. You go home and <laughs> you clean, you take a shower and you clean up and everything. And it's like what the fuck mm-hmm. glitter is still here <laughs> and then you don't want nothing for glitter for like a whole week and that happening so you know here comes a fucking mm-hmm. piece of glitter once again mm-hmm. so it's like a, it's like a word in the community that people use for glitter we also if you're a Harry Potter freak we'll use muggles versus non-muggles that kind of thing also we have magic they don't have magic it is what it is <laughs> right. you know try to find a way to make the difficulties a little bit less difficult to deal with but yes right. glitter is that is that it doesn't go away it's always there it always may come back some way shape or form but mm-hmm. it never goes away and um, I know that you like sex club. Oh, I love sex parties. So. 
I wanted to go. Uh-huh. And like I'm married, mm-hmm. but I still want to go. And I've been telling them to. So be looking at me like, listen, bitch. <laughs> take me. Take me. Like, it was going to be like a field trip because mm-hmm. I got right. people that's in that whole community like, so, also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, it could be like a field trip. And that's what it is that yeah. uh, ultimately is about misconception of stuff yes because especially for the black community or Mm -hmm. urban community in Mm -hmm. general once it is as you say sex club they're thinking gay yeah they're thinking everybody fucking it's like yo they have because i've dealt with dudes that deal with that lifestyle Mm -hmm. so in certain ones it is you could just watch yes you and your partner can go into the own room close the door and y'all fuck there are people to get off on that with which is me included yeah I like watching a good show. I love a good dick down. Right. I'm like, give it. But people, it's like yes. just because you're yeah. there doesn't mean that you're not yes. heterosexual. Just because exactly. you're there doesn't mean that somebody got to be fucking your bitch. Because right. that just yes. be people mindset mm-hmm. when it deals with with those clubs. Yes. Right. So what got me into the, going into a sex club was the was the fact that so my first experience with a guy with with a woman was in my like actual sexual was in my late was after I came out after I, saw, I found a website called Positive Singles, which is like a dating app for people who have various variety of STIs, whatever. So I met a couple. It was a white couple. Mm-hmm. I, I, I dated interracially. They were a white couple. He okay. had a huge penis, like nice. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he was well endowed. She was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So we had great sex. And then they broke up and I was like, okay, what am I going to do now? Because I really want to continue scratching this itch that I like, you know? So right. I was like, okay, so how am I going to, how am I going to, essentially, how am I going to eat pussy? Because I, I could, I went on dating apps and the girls that I like didn't I like her. me and vice versa. <laughs> and vice I, versa. I, yeah. I was like, I want to eat pussy. So how do I go about this? So what occurred to me was going to a sex party. So at least, so for, because my virus exists only in the south region of my body, it only exists in my pussy, I could eat pussy and suck dick all I want and have not have to worry about anything or transmitting right. anything to my partner. So I went to a sex party. I got there early, socialized with a couple of people. Um, a first guy was like, not really into it. I'm like, okay, that's fine. The second guy was like, oh yeah, thank you for telling me. So can you go upstairs with me now? And I'm like, okay, let's go. So mm-hmm. we're in a room and there's a couple get going at it and this girl comes, I don't know how she topples over to the side of the bed that I'm at and she like grabs my breast and I'm like, okay, I guess that means I have consent now. So she, the guy moves out of the way and I go down to eat her pussy and she's like, oh my God, you're a goddess, you're a goddess, like all of these things and I'm like living up because like this is what I want. I'm like, okay, check, I am a bisexual. Like that is not a question anymore. It has been confirmed. Right. So that is the reason, that's the only reason why I went up in there but then as I'm engaging, like, the there are there are there are hands on my ass and I'm getting aroused by this and mm-hmm. there are like the feeling of being watched it's and just like an orgy orgy no so there are parties that have that it doesn't have to be that if you don't want to have it be okay. that so it's very exactly. much a place where you can control how much you want to do exactly. so because I went not expecting to play I went with my vibrators ready because I'm also I could look and be just playing with myself on the side I was right. okay with being that as well so I went with my vibrators and just ready to watch but I happened to have gotten drawn in and I was able to play and able to have a good time now I still bring my vibrators because I like um, my womanizer I like being watched while I'm having while I'm I having know what orgasms. that is too it's a yes. Vesper Cravis a vibrating necklace yes, yes. so <laughs> you put that little, on the click <laughs> yes a little, little vibrations and it gets me off yeah I do this a couple of times you would know <laughs> Yes, Brittany yes. put me on. She put yes. me on. It's amazing. I fucking love it. So I have my wand or I'll have my womanizer. Or I'll have this toy. So I have a bunch of variety toys that come with me to my sex parties when I go. But for the last couple of parties, I've been with going with my partner, my primary partner right now. We've been together for two years, which is my longest is relationship. It, is it male or female? He's a male. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Considering the fact that I met him at a sex party and I was dating monogamously for is years. He, black and my, or white? he is black. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that was my, that was my, 
<laughs> he is a black man. Um, yeah, we just so we just clicked on so many different levels. Like he is a far more geekier than I am, but I, we're still like geeks. We still like Nightmare for Christmas, like cartoons and shit like that. Like we vibed on that. We also vibed on the fact that we we are all we both are people who love consenting pure love. It doesn't matter that you're gay. It doesn't matter that you're straight. It doesn't matter that you're bi. I don't care. As long as what you're doing is not hurting anybody, mm-hmm. live your fucking life. Right. So it, yeah. it was important to me to have a partner that was on that same way. Like, I don't love. want somebody who is homophobic and like, ah, you can't like, okay, you ain't got so, no pussy of this. So, so like, now right. let me ask you a question. When it yeah. is that you came out to your family, how how did, what, what was your family reaction to that? All right. So. Glitter. Before you do it. Yeah. So when I end up coming out to my family, my mother had, it was, it, was, it was a very random way that it all happened. My mother had a cancer scare a couple of years ago. And so it was a family meeting, you know, they got it removed. She's fine now. But in my way, to, in my weird way of lightening the mood, <laughs> I, I then said, so, because I was you also. interjected that. Yes. So, because yeah. everybody was like, well, oh, everybody was kind of like depressed and in this sad oh, space. Oh, by the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, everybody was in this depressed and this sad space. And I was like, so, by the way, um, I have herpes. I've been, I'm going to be punk. I come, I'm going to come out. I want you to find that out from me first. I'm not monogamous, polyamorous, bisexual, da 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 da. even what that meant. Right. That had to break it down to them. Because they again they thought that it was me trying to just fuck the world, which at one point I was. Um Ain't right. nothing wrong with there's that, nothing wrong though. with that. Like you like what you Sometimes like and if want, it doesn't work, you get the next fun. one. Exactly. Right? Like, Clearly. And I, and I think that's really what's wrong with the dating scene is like if it doesn't work for you, move then don't on. Yeah, just move on like, to the next Stop holding on to this mm-hmm. toxic thing because mm-hmm. it's like in your mind you should have this and many people and you're like, no. who the no. fuck on? No, not at all. Do you live your life so i had to break down what Polly meant right because at the end of the day people get hung up on the many and not the amorous like i want actually granted i am also a swinger so i also enjoy sex at parties i also enjoy being watched yes so i could yes i could be unicorn with a couple that wants me to be the unicorn with them but again my glitter Mm. yes true it can be a deterrent for some people which is fine like i'm not Mm. gonna have bad feelings if you don't want to be intimate with me that's fine people may not be because i i don't know i have big nipples i don't fucking know like for whatever reason is yours that is yours and it's fine to me so i had to break it down like i i've always known that i had the capacity to love multiple people i don't believe that love is like a, a pie and everybody has to get a smaller slice the more people there are. Like love for me is ever replenishing. I can love you in a different way than I love the next person. I can love what right. you bring I to my life that. and bring yeah, that, I that back and sure. forth. So I had to, that, ex- right? yeah. <laughs> so I had to explain to my family, like it's not about me just going around and fucking a thousand people. I do still desire romantic, intimate connections. I just don't believe that it has to be only one, one for the person. rest of my life. Like at, again, at eight years old, I thought that shit sounded weird to me. Dance. I already had this polyamorous wow. mindset I, at I don't eight. I think I got it at eight, but I'm I got it. I got it at eight. I'm like, yeah. doesn't that Maybe get bored? Maybe Because no. I, I am married, but yeah. I and don't. I love that. I love that you found somebody that loves you and you love them. I love that. Yeah, but that's not for me. I just, yeah, no, I, yeah, I'm not. I, love it. I didn't. I didn't know where the hell I was going in my life. <laughs> She you had, want to marry me? She had a me? duplex. Where was the part? Tell them about where oh, your apartment is. I was living at. on somewhere <laughs> on 38th Street on the 34th floor. floor. Oh, I had all white furniture. No I was kids, by myself. No dog. Okay. When the no came, he no came dog. to do what he had to do, and he had to be out by the time the sunrise. That was what she yes. thought her life was. That was, yes. was going to be it. 
But like now, you know, I'm I'm married in a committed relationship. My thing is, I just don't want relationships. Like if we were mm-hmm. to bring another person into the fold, I'm here for the physical. Because gotcha. even if I wasn't in a relationship at all, I don't want to date a bitch. Like, yeah, that's, and that's, that's a lot of people more just Britney bisexual like versus like bi-romantic. Right. Like, yeah. I want to tap into Britney's marriage Britney. at like 50 years old. <laughs> I'm like, listen, I'm at a sex shit. party. I can't talk right <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's if, 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 if you know her husband, he is like calm and subtle. He going to hit me and say, geez, Britney's up because she, she's eternal. You can balance, though. You can balance. Mm-hmm. Imagine being with a partner who is exactly as crazy as you or as subtle as like if you're a right. subtle. Like, you know, you want sometimes you want to balance. Oh, we're going to. We yeah. will fuck up the world. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Pull yes, she ain't yes. playing. Nice. I love it. I love it. You know, I love it. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, so I, got a, I got a question really quick. Yeah. So, like, um, when you told your boyfriend, well, your mm-hmm. partner for mm-hmm. two years now, mm-hmm. um, your situation, what was, like, that conversation like? So, here's a funny thing. We met actually at a lifestyle party. So, okay. I was already engaged with people at the party. I was in a, I was in a lovely, one, I was in a lovely, I'm happy I did it, I'm MFM threesome where there was a, I was getting, getting business from the back and getting business from the front. Boom. I was in my life. Yes, and he, saw, and he saw me in action. This is and when Britney life is she ain't getting married. I just want to let you know. Like, I just want to let you know. She's like, like yeah. Sorry, it's in the. It's all in the book. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've never yeah. seen. I saw get red before. Look at like, ooh, I love it. Thing. They make people make you believe that you're not supposed to do these things and it's unproper and whatever. But when I was in the moment, I'm like, this is fucking amazing. Like, what have I been missing my whole entire You have no inhibitions when you fucking. No, you just want to enjoy it. And I enjoyed every second of it. So when I resurfaced for some air and some some fluids, I was thirsty and parched and all sore, whatever. <laughs> um, he was like, you know, I have a question. Glitter, glitter, can I can glitter, I can you glitter, sit on glitter, glitter, glitter? glitter. He's like, yes. He's like, I got to have a question. Can I sit on, can you sit on my face? And I was like, let me get back to you on that. Cause I would just finish being pulverized from both ends. Right. And I didn't get a chance to talk to him that night. So he ended up, we ended up actually giving me his, he ended up, he ended up giving me his number. And then we spoke and then we didn't speak for a couple of weeks. And then he messaged me a couple weeks before the party. And he was like, you know, I still want you to sit on my face. And I'm like, well, have you read my, cause by the time we had exchanged Instagram and I was like, well, did you read my bio? Cause it's on my Instagram, all my social media states that I'm herpes positive. I'm an activist. Da, 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 da. So I was like, I did you it. happen to read my bio? He's like, yeah, I read it. And I was like, so you know, Hurry's positive, like, yeah, I know. And I'm like, oh, okay. So you know it's gonna be like. So we actually, the next party we went to, I did his favorite. It was actually his birthday. Oh. So I sat on his face. I gave him his presents. What yes. is your sign? I'm we're both Gemini. So my birthday was yesterday. And his birthday oh, is happy yes. belated, thank you. Happy happy birthday birthday yesterday. Yesterday. Let's yes. take a birthday shot. Hey. Oh, yes. Let him. Yes. And his birthday is actually Gemini the 21st. Game. So we are oh, both Gemini. So yeah, bang, bang. Wow. Yeah. A lot of, it's actually a lot of Geminis in my family. My brother's a Gemini. He's a June 10th. Uh-huh. My cousin is a 17th. But no one is an 8th. A lot of Geminis in my family. I don't know what was happening when he was fucking, but a lot of Geminis in my, <laughs> my family. My best friend is one. We're still celebrating. Yeah. It's the month. Come on. That's the month. <laughs> yes. So we actually engaged at the party. We had sex. 
before we went on our first date. <laughs> we went on our first date like a week after, okay. but we just connected and we just clicked, we vibed, and then we just we were just still together. Like, didn't it feel good? I love that. It felt amazing because it's like he, because there, because for me also there are things that he likes. Like he likes to induce pain. I do not do pain. Like you get two slaps per cheek and you got a massage. Two <laughs> slaps on the cheek, you got a massage. He, if he wants a partner who is like, I love to be slapped. I love to be this. Go ahead and find her, and I will not hold you back from when you're ready to be loving me. Mm-hmm. Right. You can come back to me. Like I, so we are both we are solo poly where he has his own relationships. I have my own relationships. Um, he discloses if he wants to. What he, I don't really, I don't necessarily need to know everything that you do. It doesn't matter to me. Just, right. What did we right. just say, man? Right. I don't need to know. All I need to know that there is the possibility of someone else, mm-hmm. and that's enough for me to walk down this road with. And if in fact you become more emotional, we're at that at a point where it may whatever you do with her may impact impact our time and our relationship that's when I'm like okay so let's have this conversation what is it that you want to do but he's he does what he wants I do what I want and we're transparent we're honest we're open where it's it just it just fucking works and I love I that it works love it. I love that it works like it hasn't we haven't I'm I haven't cried a, a sad tear in two years Amazing. Yeah. And, and you want to know why? It's because both of you are open to do what you want to do, but yeah. still have respect and still yes. tell it's respect. Yes. And it's still some type of affection yeah, and I love. love I love that there. man. Yeah. Yes. Fire. So how do you handle mentally? Because a lot of people that you know who look at look up to people like mm-hmm. you or want to get into that lane, like mentally, how do you prepare yourself to know, like, okay, like say if Say if you're not with your your side friend or whatever, and you're mm-hmm. just home watching TV, but you know that you he's out right now, uh-huh. probably having sex or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, how how is it when he comes home? It's like, hey, what's that? like, how you doing? Or like, what mm-hmm. is what's it really feeling? like? Um, so for our relationship, it is so because we have a what I would some people call it don't don't ask don't tell don't ask don't tell. Be- okay. So a lot of times it'll come up after the fact that it's happened. It's never like oh I'm going to see this person tonight. We're going to have sex. It's never that that happened because gotcha. I I don't necessarily plan to have sex. Like I'll be walking down the street and there's a guy who happens to live next door not too far from me and I'm like oh he sounds there. Hey what are you doing today? We'll go have sex right now. Like it's not a I never mm-hmm. plan it. So for me. I've, I've, the only time I plan sex is when I go to sex parties. So like when gotcha. it's a hotel reserved or something gotcha. like that. Other than that, other than that, sex for me is not necessarily planned. Mm-hmm. So it's that's, never. That's what uh, makes it the best. I that's think. what makes it the best. Like oh, Tuesday afternoon. And granted, uh-huh. there are some times when it's sexy. You could look forward to it if you've had a stressful week. But like, mm-hmm. let's look for Tuesday. What you want to do Tuesday? What you want to do for me? I'm one of them niggas. I got the laundry in the bag ready. Like, yeah. <laughs> let's see how this day got. Yeah, you never know what's going to happen. Right. That's why the necklace often always comes with me just in case. So right. <laughs> sometimes it's, it's just it, we never. Have that pre-discussion of sexual. All the only thing we really discuss is, you know, essentially when we were not using condoms. Because I went back and forth. I'm I'm back to condoms now just because it's just my vagina is a little. She's a little bitch sometimes with the pH balance and the friction of the this and the that. Just like just just yeah. I'm just condoms makes my life easier. Done. Mm-hmm. And also because I switched through multiple <clears throat> methods of birth control. I'm like I don't want to slip up because I'm already have no kids no time soon. So I'm back to just condoms. It's gotcha. safer for me. It's easier for me. Um, the only thing, only conversation we do have prior to is that I ask him, you know, again, and these, they, I ask him, you know, have you, are you sure she's on birth control? Whatever have you. That's the only thing I ask him. He uses condoms. 
question. He tells me he uses condoms, and I'm hoping that he does. And I don't, again, I'm not there. At the end of the day, we don't know what anybody does when not exactly. in there. If you're not following your man 24-7, you don't right. know what he's doing, right? Exactly. So you, exactly. it's all walking on faith and, and belief sure that. if it is that you did walk with him 24-7, he going to find a way. The, yeah, they'll they'll find it. a way to dip out, you know? <laughs> I'm going to be in the back of the they five minutes. with me, you know? They they <laughs> Do you guys have any deal breakers, like like babies or stuff like that? For me, if, so I go back and forth with whether or not I want to have kids. This world is very scary to me and I yes. don't know if I want to bring a child That's into this world. That's why I didn't do part two. And not, and want to risk it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, my heart can't take it. So much shit is going on. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if I want to have kids or not. Mm-hmm. If he happens to have gone in a relationship with someone and they decided that they wanted to have a child together, that would be fine because I know that it was built out of love. It came out of a place where he wanted and, then, and she wants it and that's fine. Mm-hmm. I would still be in his life if he wanted me to be in his life but maybe in a lesser capacity. Like, in the day, I'm, right now, I'm your primary partner because there's nobody else on our level that's matched each other but I'm not stupid. If you have a woman who has a child by you, she's naturally going to be a more of a priority to you because you have a child with her. I'm not right, dumb. Right. So I would happily step back a little bit and maybe not see each other as much and then you can go you can be a father to your child Mm -hmm. the deal breaker on the other hand is if you don't ask the questions and then it becomes a situation where it is now a problematic for our relationship because you or she was misled or you weren't honest to her then I'm like, then we may have to completely cut our losses cut our at losses. that point. But for the yeah, most part, because he asked me that question if I had a baby with someone else, I'm like, if I knew it was out of love and I knew that it was something that you both wanted, I wouldn't mind it. But if you didn't ask her the question that she's on birth control, you didn't make you didn't, and then you you decided to let your one night of not paying attention and you didn't use a condom and she got pregnant because of that. Like if it was because you know if it was one of those scenarios, then I'd be like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, it's time to walk away and right. that's okay. and that's fine and he he knows that so it's not a it's kind of some question. relationships that's you know that's not poly yeah that still stay with their significant other after telling them or sending them down like hey i messed up mm-hmm. you know it was one night you know the girl it, she really didn't mean anything to me but mm-hmm. um she did hit me up the other day saying that she's yeah. pregnant mm-hmm. and she wants to keep it because uh, you know women is our choice yes exactly it is it is a lot of times women they you know they link guys just to possibly have a child like listen i don't want nothing from you i literally just want your sperm or whatever yeah. the case yeah. may be and it'd be a one night stand yeah. and they still stay together get married and mm-hmm. he just has his plus child yes, you know, yes outside yes. the relationship yeah so mm-hmm. so let me let me ask you a question i got two questions mm-hmm. for you mm-hmm. so if it is that he had his little bust down are you jo- yeah. are you joining um i don't tend to like to find the girls attractive that he finds attractive sometimes okay. mm. so it depends on if i found her attractive like so that's for me like the same way it goes like i and then my my tastes vary right it's not a specific I love a certain curvy woman. I love a nice body. I like a body type that makes my own, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to ever feel like I'm, I'm I'm galloping over a woman if she's completely tiny and quote unquote frail. That's not my cup of tea because I don't want to feel like the bigger girl in a relationship. So right. so, so I, I mean, I can't deny that. like I have a what little like, like better titties or ass. I like ass better, okay. only because. Um, I like my titties very much, so <laughs> I like I like, I like nice little ass, you know. Mm-hmm. But I just love the softness of a woman's skin. I love women's breasts as well. Mm-hmm. Like I love just, 
I love women. Like the bodies. Like I mean, I love. Come on now, look at this skin. Like, and that's what it is. That I always tell people when it is that I go back and forth with whoever it is that I deal with at that time. Like as far as them dealing with other women, I get it. Like I never am in a strip club and I'm like, all right, let me get this drink. Let me get the fuck up out here. I'm looking at this thing. Women smell different. They feel different. Mm -hmm. Like it's just beautiful. Please. So like I understand why y'all be funny. I get it. Like I don't like strippers. No, give me a woman stripper all day. So now, also, when it is that you first found out whatever and the people that you initially dealt with mm -hmm. during the beginning stages of what, what you were going through, when it was that they were like, no, that's not for me. So you might mm -hmm. be in a different space now because yeah. you're like, whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But when, how did you transition to this? Like, it's whatever. Yeah. And you just kept it going. Yeah. So... The part of my book where I reference is that for a while, and I use the word predisclosure versus post-disclosure, meaning I'm telling you before we have sex versus I'm telling you after we have sex. Mm -hmm. When I was in my doctor's office and I asked them, the, their verbatim words were, well, you don't have to tell. As long as you use condoms and you take your meds, you can't pass the virus. So naturally, if that makes my life easier, because we're all going to choose the path of least resistance, right. that's what I did for a while. And if I was with a guy and the relationship started to grow a little bit better, then I say, hey, by the way, just so you know, I was diagnosed with herpes. You should be fine. Da, 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 da. And they will. Luckily for me, and I, I, mm -hmm. I can't stress this enough. That was my experience. That is not everyone else's experience. Right. right. A lot of people will get the how the fuck you didn't tell me da 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 da. But also a part of my confidence is the fact that I've had partners who've understood. I've also have never transmitted my virus. I, so there are a lot of things that worked mm -hmm. out in my favor where I've built this level of confidence. But I know that's not everyone's story. Right. So a lot of it, again, once I started, once I transitioned from being the person who would tell after the fact, um, I started because I realized also that went hand in hand with me staying in relationships I didn't like anymore because I told you after the fact, right? And like I didn't give you a choice before, so I guess I got to stay with you now. Right. I realized that that wasn't working for me, and then I I went into a bunch of groups where it, people expressed that you know my partner didn't tell me and I got it, and so I realized okay, so this is happening because regardless of what my doctors, it's pretty much telling me a not a lie. Mm -hmm. People are getting mm -hmm. this virus even though they're doing everything possible. So right. let me and change. Like you said, it's skin to skin. Yes, I said let yes. me change how I'm doing. Shit, and let me start telling people now. So that's exactly what I did. I started telling, and again, it was always at first. It was the most difficult conversation. Oh my god, and then that bullshit. But then I realized that I'm assuming that they are negative when the reality is they may not be mm -hmm. because right. they may not have been tested for it. They may not know. They may know not know anything about it. Yeah. Even when. I mean, if you think about it, how many people have you really asked for STD? I asked to see the results. Exactly. Most people it's never lot, asked. It's literally like over a million people who don't even know that they have a exactly. STD. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So people don't know. People don't ask. People assume. I, I, I use the phrase. I, I use the phrase in my book with my special eyes. I was able to see you look clean. You're great. Let's go have sex. Like it doesn't work like that. Right. right? I don't. I won't know what you have until I ask you. Until we get tested. Until we wait a little bit longer and get tested again. Right. So there is no burden. There's no guarantee of anything right so i started being a predisclosure more because i wanted to make sure that i wasn't putting myself in a relationship by default right i'm telling you this if you don't want to do it that's fine if mm -hmm. you do want to do it that's fine but know that i told you so if you don't if this is not working for you walk the fuck away and i can walk away knowing that i gave you the choice in the very beginning right. so that really caused me to change how i dealt with it and so now when i talk about my virus i make it a conversation going back and forth like so what do you do what are your practices how often do you use condoms when was the last time you got tested because a lot of guys can't answer that shit because yeah, they, they don't they don't, they don't. Oh my, oh, she, I, if she don't got it i don't and, got and it. that is the and bullshit that's the bullshit 
bullshit. Because she'll let me know if I got exactly. something. And that's the bullshit. No, that's I'm like, your you body, my nigga. You, you have to know. You have mm-hmm. to know. And it's just, so now I ask the questions now. Because I remember times that I was asked, well, let's use a con. They'd be like, why you think I got something? Like, nigga, yes. what? As if yeah. pregnancy is the Absolutely. worst thing that could happen. Like, oh, I don't want you to get pregnant. My mother I could get something said, else. Something else could fucking happen. What do you mean? Right. My, old, my mother always said, but outside of the baby, they always they might give you something that you just can't get rid of. Hello. So, you know? <laughs> glitter. <laughs> glitter, glitter, yeah. glitter. You know, what's so crazy is that I used to, for the most part, it is, when it is that you're sitting down with somebody, it is that we're we going to chalk it up. But one, once it is that you're sitting down with somebody and they're like, listen, this is what it is that's going on. Even with paper, like it is you said, he, you can show me your stats on your my chart. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean what's actually happening with you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's right. like all of this, yeah, show me yours, show me, okay, we're this both clean, but uh, it takes today? a while yes. for this to actually yes. show up. I remember I used to go to high school with someone and she used to take pills every day, a whole bunch of pills and she never knew and then ultimately she found out that her mother told her that she has HIV contracted through her. Oh. She has a whole she baby father know. with oh. two kids. He mm-hmm. right now to this date still doesn't know because he doesn't go to the doctor so it's more about are you mm-hmm. being transparent what it is that you got going on and th- you're so tapped in with a person like let them know it's yeah, all right. about being yeah. transparent right. just Everybody across the board yeah. right. yeah. and that's, yeah. that's what leads me to tonight's nightcap, nightcap. exactly mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so the nightcap is basically the part where we give our last mm-hmm. you know in the windows about oh, wait, 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 before you go there huh? I want to stress wanting to know too you, I can, I need to, I want to tell you and you want to tell, but you also have to want to know. Right. A lot of yes. people would, if you think about people who go to like bars and hook up at a bar, did you ask the question? And so again, and it also comes as part of the conversation where I always, what I've referenced once again in the book is that we can have the conversation and then I'll tell you, hey, by the way, I have this virus, you know, da, 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 da. And you're like, you know what? Thank you for telling me. I'd rather not move forward. Okay, that's fine. Right. When, in my process of disclosing, I always give information. I always tell people how shit can slip through the cracks, how you're not tested for this, everything like that. So I give you all this information as the guy. And then tomorrow night you go out and fuck somebody who asks no questions of. So it's just like you, it's like, so that is like, you have to also want to protect yourself. You also right. have to want to know. You have to ask the questions because some people, if I don't know, I can't, you can't, if I I know, right? And that is why I say it. Mm-hmm. There are people who don't know and they won't ever know because no one is ever asking Ignorance these questions. Ignorance is bliss. So it, it goes, so it's like, that's how I make it a both way conversation. Mm-hmm. What, do you, what are your practices? Because again, I've, there becomes when I've assumed that I'm the worst option on the table and not even, I don't want to use worse or less, but there was a guy who I was speaking to. I met at Duce Palooza and, mm. you know, I mentioned to him that I was herpes positive. He's like, well, thank you for telling me. I'm HIV positive. I'm like, oh, well, thank you for telling me. And again, we, it was, a, it was over the phone. We met at this, we never met again, but it's just like, if I, and again, I'm assuming that he would have told me, but there's no guarantee that he would have because once again, her HIV is fluid transmissible. Mm-hmm. So there are some people who believe if I just put a condom on, I serve no risk or if I'm on the medication that where I'm you equals undetectable unpassable then I don't have to say anything as well so it's Mm -hmm. essential for you to also ask these questions ask your partner if you're even if it's a one night stand like where's that you do you happen to have even if you do whatever you can Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day or if you see your partner taking pills sometimes like you're like oh I don't want to ask or whatever I want what are you it's such an uncomfortable yeah. topic. So it is. It needs to happen. You didn't want to ask me like, what I was thinking. We should be able to chop this up. We should up be able like, to ask these questions. If I can give you my body, we should be able to have the conversation. Plain yeah. and simple. Yeah. Facts. Right. Okay, now I'm done. No, it's okay. <laughs> I had a little SCD skin one time, and I had to call a friend. Like, And it, it was funny because it was around the time when I was... Um, 
out of a five-year relationship, right? Mm-hmm. I go to the doctor. I'm like, oh, I think it was a possibility. So she was like, if you, when we get the results or whatever, you got to be open to whoever you was with. And then, you know, at that time, it was a close friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And when I told him, I was like, yo, it's a possibility. I'm just waiting for the results or whatever. Like, because you know you, when your body just don't feel yes. when you go. Mm-hmm. And he's like, go ahead, let, let's test it for a possible STD. So I'm like, oh my God, who sex with? I'm thinking, I'm like, oh my God, this my friend. <laughs> my friend. Yeah, so um, so when I told him, I was like, "Yo, it's a possibility." Like, I don't know. Like, I'm thinking he about to. Where you at? Come outside. Like, I'm like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> so he was like, "Well, you know, like, are you okay?" Like, I said, "Yeah, I feel good, but I I feel better once I know for sure, for yeah, sure." Right. But I just want to at least let you know, or whatever. So, um, basically, I was good, mm-hmm. but it's just very. It's nothing wrong with those conversations. No, giving a call, like, hey, you know, mm-hmm. oh, I just found out, and let me just call and people yeah. will be like, all right, I'm gonna just cut everybody off, this, and that's and not the way to go. They, and I'm gonna ghost everyone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So they be mm-hmm. like, well, where did you go? What happened? It, it just yeah. Did. Some people are like some. There are people who I before the world shut down. I was mm-hmm. a part of a support group for people, and there was a guy who was positive, and he hadn't like engaged with anybody in five years. Because he just didn't know how to move forward in his life, and I'm like, there are people. So for people that who confidence, he didn't that, have the confidence. He didn't have the confidence, too. but he also didn't seek the community. He also didn't know. And again, we have to acknowledge that he was a black man in the black communities. Once you get something, you're like the leper of the community. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to right. know. Everybody mm-hmm. talks Meanwhile, about everybody you. Everybody have it. Too. Yeah. Everybody fucking right. got it. Just like in the church. So it's, mm, that, right. part, glitter. 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 <laughs> that part. Glitter. Glitter. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you know, there are communities out there for people who are dealing with it and don't know how to ask who how to don't, ha- don't know how to readjust to society. You know, there are herpes support groups on Reddit. They're also on Facebook. Um, they can sometimes have some problematic people in them. But for the most part, there are it is a community for you to seek if you have like worries or whatever have you. And you can also read my book. Right. Mm-hmm. There you Personally, go. That's the plug. You are a jewel. <laughs> right. Thank you. I feel like your confidence, we have many, you know, people that watch us all mm-hmm. ages and, right. you and know, a lot of men. And women. A lot of men a lot need of to men watch this. And mm-hmm. women. Yeah. Um, I think it's very, and we have a lot of couples who watch it together. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I feel like this conversation, it makes it the normal. Like, let's normalize yes. a lot of yes. shit, yes. especially mm-hmm. in the black Because it's happening. It's happening. Mm-hmm. If you're having sex Whether at some point, you may get something. Whether you want to talk about it or not, this shit is yes. real. Yes. Mm-hmm. You in know? real time, it's and happening. And honestly, you, I know, I feel it in my spirit that you motivated a lot of people to want to have that conversation with their partners mm-hmm. or potential partners. Because yeah. I have, you know, I know people who may have herpes and stuff and like a lot of times, you know, they can they can open it and a lot of times the people can be receptive, but God forbid if they catch it now it's a whole different yeah. mm-hmm. I told that you. That part right. yeah, that part. Right. The yeah. fucking like what are you mad at? Yeah. I told you. Yeah. Right. I gave you the choice. You was in denial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause a lot of people walk as if they go because again, I use even though I'm ten years ten plus years in, haven't transmitted it, and I state that, right? Amazing. But some people will assume that, oh, I'm never gonna get it too. And I always have to say, This is my story, but there is always a chance that you can get it, especially if you're walking and so parties and so for the parties that I go to they don't ask because they understand right. that I can get tested today and it cannot show up but that doesn't mean I don't have it right, right. people mm-hmm. can doctor STI results with the, with the quickness so just like the vax cards yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell me about right. it right so I like got all them of these for things. the low <laughs> right. I was about to say people selling them shit they like they are but I take it it's crazy so it's just like so it's always a grain of salt if you're gonna 
if you're gonna have just, you can't have sex with the first person and catch something yeah. there is no there's no there's no number Straight remedy AIDS, full blown yes. AIDS mm-hmm. like you, you go you past all of you the get HIV you don't get it right. you get HIV it becomes AIDS well yeah that's what I'm yeah. saying like, <laughs> you can go straight to it some people talk yeah. about hurt but I'm like you forget about all happen. these yes. other things yes. that like can go you can lose I, you know I remember men with BT used to bring up you know BT used to be great at one point yes. at uh-huh. one point yeah. not anymore <laughs> but they used to try to educate us and you know your yes. first encounter can be yeah. a life changing exactly. event yeah cause exactly. you don't cause we're not empowered to ask these questions and I said the more that's why I it, it became a thing for me to like have these conversations and continue to talk about it because people don't think about it that way you know and again seeing and then being a black woman being a black woman who is sex positive being a black woman who is still having lots of great sex transparently it mattered because a lot of times they assume that a lot of times people assume that it's you I ha, it, it, you hear a lot of words come from those who don't look like us mm. and it's like well I'm a black woman how do I and it's always important to have a voice that looks like you to help you navigate your own journey and again Absolutely. a lot of the stories that I was hearing when I was first when I before I became before I started to be coming out about it where people were like, oh, well, I've, I've been celibate for the last five years. I'm just working on me, which is fine. Or I met my husband and I'm great. Okay, that's fine too. But what if that's not your truth? That, what, if, what if you are not a single person? What if you are not monogamous? What right. if you are polyamorous? What if you are still dating? How do you go about these things? And that's why I wrote the book. Because like, I was dating and I was dealing with this kind of stuff. And I always wanted to make sure I liked the person before I told. Because there's a part of my book where... Again, if you've dated, you know, niggas can be toxic. They if you if you're not if you're not reciprocating what they want, if you're not dropping your plans at the drop of a hat for them, it becomes you bitch, da, 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 all this other stuff. Right. So I put in this apart. I said I'd rather be called a bitch than a dirty bitch because I told you about my status before we even had, had to have sex, right? right? right and so right. I can go on a date with you and decide I don't like you, I ain't gonna fuck with you no more. And that's it. Like I don't have to tell you at that point because I don't do anything sexually with you. Right. But some people will tell them in the beginning just to get out the way, and that's fine. But then if you realize that after the date you don't like them you don't like the person and then it becomes a problem you have to own the fact that you gave them a piece of your life information about you that they Correct. have not weaponized exactly. so for me I like to make sure I, do I like you if I didn't have herpes but I want to be with you and if I if the answer is yes then okay we can have this talk mm-hmm. but if the answer is nah you toxic you ain't got no job you ain't got no you got all these issues like I'm not even wasting my time so I'm not even worrying right. about it then. right right. right. so we're gonna well, go ahead that's a good night cat right that is the night cat <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm sorry I like divvy past it no no, no. <laughs> you got the nightcap for all of us right, right. <laughs> so let these people know where it is that they can find you on social media okay so my social media I can keep it real simple it's mm-hmm. Carol and Tony um, C-A-R O-L-Y-N-T-O-N-E-Y. That is Instagram on Facebook. And my website is www.carolintony.com. And my Twitter is carolintonytot. That's it. Everything is simple. simple. So well spoken. <laughs> Such a lady, y'all. Thank you. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. So before we get out of here and let us sip style, we gotta mm-hmm. put our glasses up, cups up. Glitter, glitter, glitter. Glitter, 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 glitter. And on that note. We thank y'all for watching. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Let Us Sit Pod. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe in the motherfucking YouTube. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's the sign. <laughs> and we will see y'all next week on another episode of Let, Let Us Sip. Yummy. Thank you for listening to Let Us Sip. Please remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. And if you like what you heard, leave us a comment. If you feel like we can do better, leave us a comment too, but be respectful. We read everything and only want to grow. 
So thanks again for your love and support and we will see you next week.